0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two of Being a Coach podcast. I am your host, Coach E. In this episode, I will talk to you about having your foundation blueprint in place, which would allow you to be successful and to make a positive impact on our young men and women beyond sports. But first, before I tackle this subject, if you haven't listened to episode one, I suggest you do so now. It sets the tone for my entire podcast. A quick recap of episode one. I basically talked about what it is to being a coach and our responsibilities as a coach and working with young people. I think you really enjoy it. Now, as a coach, before anything else, one must have a solid foundation blueprint in place on number one, how you are going to going to be as a coach, and number two, how your organization is going to be as a whole and providing our kids the tools necessary in order to navigate this thing called life and adulthood if we as coaches don't have a solid foundation blueprint in place then we are setting our kids up for failure this must be done before getting your team together any workouts and or practices and way before starting any competition it is super important and when starting out in this business of coaching, one must dot all I's and cross all T's in preparing for life as a coach. As a coach, you must be extremely confident in yourself and your abilities to reach and relate to our young kids. One must have his or her foundation set as what type of coach they will be and not waver from that no matter what. Are you, going, are you getting into coaching for self-gratification or you truly coach to make an impact on your community. How can anyone enter this field and not know what type of coach they truly would like to become? What style of play do you want to establish for your players? How do you want your players to carry themselves? Not only while representing your program, but also by representing themselves, their families and their communities. You must be prepared mentally, mentally and physically. And when you have a solid foundation and blueprint in place, And others around you, mainly your players, would notice this and they would have the ability to buy into what you're trying to teach them. But if you aren't solid, then you would have a limited success in this profession. When I started out and decided I wanted to to coach our young men and women, I knew right off the bat what type of coach that I wanted to be. And I worked extremely hard to stay on that course for however long that I would be coaching. Number one, I wanted to be the type of coach that always had passion and fight for my kids no matter what the situation was. I wanted my kids to see that coach, he was going to go to war with them and fight until the final horn. Number two, I also wanted to be the type of coach that allowed my players to make suggestions during games if they felt a play would work better than the play I wanted to run. And we would run that play with no problem. Number three, I wanted to treat my players with respect, but also show them who was in charge to let them all know that no one player was more important than the team. And I wanted them all to know that they could approach and talk to me about anything, not just sports. And see, I knew, <clears throat> I knew that I wanted to be that coach. And we had that style where, whether it's on the football field, on the basketball court, we was always going to attack you. We wasn't going to sit back like in football, sit back and read and react. No, we're coming at you no matter what. And if you got a play that you'd like to run or, or do, we're going to take that play away from you. I blitz almost every other play. We played man to man. I didn't believe in playing those zones. So we were going to attack the offense. Even if the plays were successful, we're still going to come back and do what we want to do. And in basketball, one thing, I didn't believe in playing two, three zones, three, two zones, or every zones. you coaches run today. I didn't believe in that because to me, that's just being lazy. We always attacked, especially the other team's point guard. We're going to always attack your guards. And if your point guard or your other guards cannot handle pressure, then it was going to be a long day for you because we were coming after you. We pressed and trapped and did all kind of stuff their entire game. It was no wavering from what we was going to do. And that's how it is. And the bottom line was I wanted my kids to see that we're going to be aggressive, we're going to attack, and they're going to enjoy playing basketball. Now, the next thing, which I feel is more important than having a solid foundation and a blueprint as to what type of coaching you're going to be or style you're going to play, is you have to have a solid foundation for your organization. It doesn't matter if you're a grassroots coach, AAU, club, middle school, high school, college, or professional coach. If your organization isn't solid from top to bottom, then you're doomed to fail and not have a positive influence on your players. One cannot have people in that in their organization who don't hold the same value as you do as the leader of that program. It just would not work because you cannot be preaching one thing and having people within your organization preaching something different. You have to have people who you trust 100% and who would always have the best interests of your program and kids at heart. And it's very important that you do this because you can't have like your staff your coaching if you have a bunch of teams and coaches they all have to be on the same page as you and as a coach you want to as a coach you mainly want to focus on developing your kids in their craft and and also developing them in the classroom and you have to have people who can sit around and take care of the daily small stuff like scheduling practice for practice time tournaments dealing with parents Travel plans, hotels, and other administrative items. And also, you need to have someone who's going to be in charge of fundraising for your program. Because this stuff is not cheap, you know, to travel and and then coaches you away from your families all the time. So, you got to have someone that's in charge of fundraising and dealing with the parents on a daily basis so you don't really have to necessarily deal with them. And for me, um, Felicia took care of all of that for me. Felicia was the one who dealt with all the parents, who dealt with all the other little stuff, who made sure that each parent was contributing, made sure that each parent felt like they was a part of the team. You know, after in, in Darby Park, after every game we played, we only played one game on the weekend. But each parent was responsible for bringing juices and snacks and stuff for, for the kids after the game. And then when we involved and in, in came to Austin, we had... a uh, Our basketball program here, it was Felicia that was in charge of getting the parents to do the same thing because these tournaments are all weekend long. We had to make sure that there was water for the kids. There was juices. There was snacks in between games. When you're playing two and three games a day, you have to do that. And she took care of all of that for me, which was a big help because I didn't have time to do all of that sometimes. I wanted to coach and focus, and it's hard. If you don't have people in your organization Who's gonna take care of those things for you to relieve some of their pressure for being administrative? And if and you gotta have people, it is important who's on the same page as you. You can't have people in there whispering, want to say this is all coach this. His wife is dead. When you get people like that, it's time for them people to move on. And then one of the things that I, I really like, you know, is like I, at the end of the season, you know. Felicia always arranged for us to have a big team party. Always had parents do this, parents do that. And we had our parties turned into a party for the kids. But then later on, it was an adult party because we got rid of the kids and all the adults. We stayed out there all night long partying. And we was a family. And and it's kind of crazy because some of our best friends are actually some of our parents who kids play for us. Period. These were our best friends, and to this day, you know, a prime example, my co-coach in Los Angeles, John, a.k.a. Smitty, he is still, to this day, one of my closest friends, and we have maintained this friendship for over 20-plus years, even, you know, after we moved here to Austin. We talk all the time. You know, John and I had a lot in common. We were always on the same page at all times, and in football, John took care of the offense I took care of the defense. Basketball, John let me run with a little bit of both of them because he was a football guy. But we worked perfectly together, and there was no issues whatsoever. He would make a suggestion to me, hey, Coach Everett, don't do this. Coach E, slow down. No, move on, move on. Let's try this. And, uh, and the same thing with him on the offense. Hey, Coach Smitty, run that play. We just scored that 50-yard bomb on again. Do it. We were always working together, and we was always on the same page. And another thing that we had in common is that both John and myself, we each had two kids, two sons on our teams. We had them, and then we coached them like that for years. And we coached them guys with tough love. Even the other players that knew that our kids was on the team, they still knew that we was going to treat everybody the same. You know, I couldn't have developed to the coaches that I thought I, I think I would, I did develop into if it wasn't for Felicia and John. I have always said that I am the luckiest coach on earth because I had a solid foundation for myself as a coach and for myself as our organization. And my thing was to develop our kids for life after sports. And I think we, I did a great job, and we did a great job of that, and it was because we established a solid foundation and blueprint on how we wanted to do things. So thank you guys for tuning into episode two, the foundation blueprint of being a coach. And please stay tuned for episode three coming soon with our very first interview. Good luck and God bless.